Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Here we are, friends. Hey, welcome. It's the Get Up Show on the Simon Says Podcast. I think it's number 37. Is that right? 37? All right. It is 37. Wow. That's a lot. Do you know that we now have more episodes than the entirety of the show, My So-Called Life? Oh, oh really? man, we did it. Take that, Jordan Catalano. I think that's your name. <laughs> we is. have nice. more episodes than the British classic Faulty Towers. I don't know what that is. Oh, oh come on. Great. John Cleese. That was yeah, the best. John Cleese. It was awesome. Um, Freaks and Geeks. We have more episodes than Freaks and Geeks. I remember that one. That was also a good show. So right off the top, we got to talk about Eddie Van Halen, man. It's been a tough couple of days. It really hit hard. It's like we knew he was sick and we knew this was coming, but that was not one that I was expecting. Yeah, we. I don't think anybody realized how sick he was. Um, that you know he's been battling throat cancer for ten years or something, but. It you know he, that's a long time. So everybody just thought, oh, it's Eddie. He's tough. He's gonna he's gonna beat this. He's doing all right. I was always waiting for that next tour to go see them. Yeah, have yeah. you never seen them? No. Yeah, me neither. But oh, that's wow. another one though. You know, and that's hard because you're kind of always waiting too for them to patch things up and go have a coherent non confrontational tour at that because they they kept trying to do stuff but no one ever you think there was a resolution between the i I say the three of them the four of them i should say you're talking about dave and sammy and actually shoot i might have to expand that number because you know between michael anthony there was a problem there too and sammy and alex and uh cousin mark (laughs) (laughs) who's the other guy and And gary yeah (laughs) no no um so, yeah, they all, you know, they did kind of have a hard time getting along business-wise. I do know that it seems like from an interview that I knew of with David Lee Roth not long ago, I don't know exactly, maybe six months ago or something, it seems like they kind of were patching up their differences because Dave spoke very nicely of Eddie. That's good because he didn't always and often right. did not. But man, so many songs that were just the soundtrack of of our life in the 80s. I mean, I think about Panama right off the top, Hot for Teacher. Well, I just think, you know, it you, when you think back through your life and certain songs that remind you of certain times in your life, there's always a Van Halen song in there. No doubt. It's, and 
It's funny because the only thing that I really think of is everybody wants some, and that's because of Better Off with No One Crazy Summer mm-hmm. was one of my favorite movies as a kid. And they had that whole animated thing where the hamburger comes to life and they, it does that song. And he's playing the he's playing the Eddie Van Halen guitar and it's all cartoon animation. Ah, yeah, memories. <laughs> spoken spoken as a true deep Van Halen fan over there. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, real talk. Look, I, do I respect everything they did and do I respect him as one of the best guitarists that ever lived? Yes. Was I a huge Van Halen fan? No. I, I never have been. So, Well, see, I was introduced to a lot of rock music in the 70s through my older cousins. You know, see, they were teenagers, so they had these albums. And so, you know, Alice Cooper, Queen, and Van Halen were albums that they had. So I, you know, heard those things. And then, of course, I have my own experiences with Van Halen as far as moving on through the catalog. But the early days, the, I, I knew of it through my cousins. See, I feel like the older sibling or the older relative, like that was always the gateway to music. And I sure. didn't have that. So mm-hmm. it's so and, and then it's like the stuff that maybe your parents had around. And I mean, some of it, my dad, my dad wasn't listening to Van Halen. Um, that's how I came to like Santana. But again, that's a generation difference. That's what, 70s. Listen to this. Let's close on this because we could talk about Eddie and we could talk about Van Halen all day, but we can't play the music on this podcast. So no. it's kind of <laughs> anticlimactic. Yeah. So listen to this and, and see if you can guess who said this. I was once asked by Michael Jackson to play electric guitar on the Thriller album. I said I couldn't do it, but recommended Eddie, who called and we chatted. He was utterly charming, happy about the connection, but told me how much he was enjoying playing keyboards. His smile was just classic. A man in his rightful place, so happy to be doing what he did. It's completely tragic that we have lost him. Hmm. He was not just an innovative and stylish player with great taste. He was also a laid-back virtuoso showman who just blew us all away every time. Every shredder today has lost their master teacher and guide. As he got older, he became more generous and amusing and self-effacing about his enormous gifts. He shared so many tricks through guitar workshops online and on TV shows. Immense talent. The great American guitar player. I was hoping he might be president one day. Mm-hmm. Who said that? Um, Steve Vai? No, good guess, no. Jimmy Page? Pete Townsend. Oh, wow. Yeah, Pete Townsend from The Who said that. Well, how crazy if Pete Townsend would have played guitars on Thriller. That's a, <laughs> Sorry, that's that was one of the biggest things I took away from that. That's really cool. And Gene Simmons said, My heart is broken. Eddie was not only a guitar god, but a genuinely beautiful soul. Rest in peace, Eddie. And Gene Simmons had a chance to get them on the map when they first started playing together. And he said, you guys are good, but I don't like the name Van Halen. If you want me to represent you, I want you to be Daddy Longlegs. (laughs) Really? And now you know the rest. (laughs) They said, nah, we really like Van Halen. I think we like the logo. We're going to stick with Van Halen. And he was like, okay, fine, but forget it. I'm never going to represent you. It's never going to work. He showed them. That was, you know, that's true, though. The Van Halen... That logo was one of the most, that was one of the most doodled things on people's notebooks. And oh, plus, yeah. how many people playing, I mean, I played alto saxophone 
And if I could have figured out how to finger tap a saxophone, I would have done it. But I mean, <laughs> again, like I said, there's so many things like, but that was the thing, the finger tapping. Like I know so many guitarists that are like, ah, oh, check it out. I kind of can do this. You know why he did that? Why he started doing all those tricks? Why? Why? He couldn't afford wah-wah pedals. He couldn't afford any of the toys. So he played with that guitar alone in his room and figured out ways to make it make noise without any of the expensive add-ons. Oh, that's fantastic. One of the things that Keith Urban said that I really liked, because Keith Urban is a very good guitarist. A lot of people don't realize that, but he's a very good guitarist. And he said, Eddie could play a guitar solo and make people who weren't guitarists enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And he thing, said that's actually really hard to do. And that's one thing I thought about when we were playing all those Van Halen songs is that was also back. You think about it when there was a cool guitar solo in a song. You know, like that used to be a highlight of a song. It's like, you know, chorus, bridge, chorus, bridge, awesome guitar solo. Yeah. And there were songs that we played. I forgot, you know, I forgot the guitar solo in it. And I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. We Even Hot played- for Teacher, which is like the drums are the best part of that to me. And then... You know, he comes kicking into it, which is that's awesome. that's been voted one of his top ten best guitar solos ever, um, right up there with "Beat It." But um, we have played so much Van Halen over the last couple of days, and it's been so much fun. And I hate that we have to have such a loss to be able to do something like that, man. But God, this radio station has sounded good the last couple of days. <laughs> so much going. Van Halen. <laughs> All right, moving on to pickles because we learned that Americans, on average will buy a new jar of pickles every 50 days, and Charlie and I don't buy pickles that much, but Maddie makes up for it. We don't just buy them. My wife makes them now. Like, she's gotten big on the pickle making. But, yeah, okay. we, we have so all the pickles. So are we just pickles. talking about cucumber, actual actual organic pickles, or are you talking about pickling everything? Now, yes, and no, and yes. Wait a huh? minute. Hold on. Yes, I'm talking about pickles, but also she's pickling all sorts of stuff. But yeah, we have the slices. We got the spears. We got all dill. None of that sweet crap. Um, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's the dill? <laughs> you're, you're not going sour on me, are you? Oh, please don't. Come on, not here <laughs> don't too. Don't be gurking him around. Oh, oh man, God. This is my bread and butter. Oh, I hate that. See. <laughs> Listen, you be sweet. Do you just have like a list? He does. It's like the dad, the dad pun Rolodex. But <laughs> it's all inside, though, man. I don't have to look at it. Oh, it's God. all in there. That's too bad. It's just think about all the the good stuff you kept out with all that crap. So, but Listen, anyway, you know you relish these moments. <laughs> no, I don't. Never. When mind. the chips are down. Speaking of which, do you prefer <laughs> chips, spears? Big fat pickles or the little baby pickles? The gherkins? <laughs> I just like the name. Good jerk, my gherkin. I like I, a uh, corny show myself. I, I prefer oh, a corny show. Of course you would. I'm uh-huh. a. I, I, okay. For sandwich making, obviously the slices because it's hard to get a whole spear on there. Well, duh. For general day to day, I prefer just a straight spear. Wow. Um, I, I do not enjoy uh, the sandwich slices. I think that's just lazy. Nah, they're great, man. That's that's pickle innovation. What you don't like is change in the pickle world, and you better get on board or you're going to be left pickle behind. Do you, do you know the one thing I've never had, and it still reminds me of one of my first North Carolina experiences, mm. is I've never had the pickled egg. Oh, no? 
No, and it's funny because the first bar I walked into, I think I've talked about it. When my buddy first had me come down here to visit before we moved down from New Hampshire, we walked into a place that used to be, it was called Second Place Lounge, and it was super shady. It was over off of, uh, I want to say it was off of Church Street downtown. And I walk in, and Sweet Home Alabama was playing. There was a bunch of stolen bikes from the neighborhood for sale. <laughs> um, and they had a big jar of the, the pickled eggs on the bar. And I was like, well, this is North Carolina, isn't it? <laughs> wow. So you, you were living that whole scene, and you didn't eat a pickled egg? No. And actually, I went to go get a beer. And I was like, I'll take a Bud draft. And, and my buddy was like, oh, no, no, no. You don't get draft here. They don't, they don't, they don't clean, they don't clean no. that. But, uh, no, nah, I've still never done the pickled egg, man. I don't know why that freaks me out. It's something about the egg, I think. I mean, it's pickled, though, man. It's a pickle. Everything that you pickle is the same. It is it matter. because it's red? It's true. No, because you think that would freak me out, but I'll eat a red hot dog, and I know what that's all about. All pickled eggs ain't red. The ones that I, I'm familiar with were in a great big jar at the bar where my dad used to take me. <laughs> <laughs> remember, yeah. remember the bar? And you I sat told you? there for hours and you were starving and you'd eat anything. <laughs> yeah, you remember the bar with the old man with the trach hole and the puppy? Of course, that I told you about that bar. <laughs> Not necessarily in that order, <laughs> but. They had they had the giant jar of pickled eggs right next to the giant jar of the pickled pig's feet. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. And it's on a so good day, it's so I, redneck that the puppy had a drink. <laughs> <laughs> bark, bark, I've been smoking for years. <laughs> yeah. The old man and the puppy shared the trach hole mic. Oh. Sit, be good. Bark, bark. Bark, bark. I'm sorry. But uh, if I, you know. On a good day, I would get a pickled pig's foot and sit at the bar while the guys were trading stories, and I would you know, gnaw on a pickled pig's foot down to the knuckles. Y'all ain't now, never had one of them, have no. you? No. But see, I feel like, and this is weird, I feel like I'd be more likely to eat that than an egg. No, 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 no. See, I watch enough cooking shows now that I know there's some good gnawing meat in there. But Let's it's see. in a jar, and it's on a bar. <laughs> All right, Dr. There, Seuss. There is good gnawing meat on that, but... There's also a lot of skin, and it's kind of tough. Oh. And I had these these great memories of of being at the bar, <laughs> and and eating my pickled pig's foot sitting up there at the bar, about three years old, I guess. And so years later, I was with a friend. His his dad had a flea market, and we were like the kings of the flea market. And we had the keys to the office, and so we would just you know have our way with the flea market, walk around from booth to booth, look down our nose at everybody, whatever, and then we go to the snack bar. And one day I said, you know what I'm going to get? I'm going to get a pickled pig's foot. And so I got one in a real thin napkin and walked up to the office and sat down with it and uh, started gnawing on that thing. And it was not what I remembered at all. Mm. So I fighting, hate that. When it's something that it. you used to eat as a oh, kid and then you yeah. get older and you're like, oh man, I used to love those. And you're like, oh gosh, yeah. how did I ever eat this? And, and I had talked it up to him and to myself to the point where I wasn't going to not eat it. You know, I'm fighting. Oh yeah, it. yeah. No, you can't, you can't show weakness at that point. You got to be like, isn't this delicious? And he's oh. watching me eat it because he can't believe that I'm actually eating it. And he goes... At some point, you know, it's taking me a while, and that thing's getting bigger and bigger, and as I chew it, it's getting harder to do. And he goes, is it good? And I go, "Yeah." uh-huh. He goes, it must be good because you're gagging on it. 
<laughs> yes, all the best food makes you gag a little bit. <laughs> 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 oh, I, I try one, I, you know what? I bet you there's there's new pickle pig foot technology that I'm not aware of. I would try one again. <gasps> you know I, what? I'll bet that it's not as good as you remember because they had to take out all the preservatives and the other stuff that made it good. You know what else? I bet you that jar of pickled pig's feet in that bar had been there since the 50s. Yeah, that's heirloom pickling. (laughs) So you can't compare a new pickled pig's foot with an antique. That, that, true. that pickling mother has been handed down from generations to generation. Which side note, that was the thing I learned from my wife is the mother. The whole idea of this oozy slime Gross. thing that you have to peel off to make everything delicious. What? Oh, yeah, it's a mother. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's in. Uh, also, if you make wine or anything like that, it gets a mother on it. You got to p- p- peel the mother off. Yep. And you save her in a jar. Uh, a mother is that is like a, a starter bread? Kind of, um, yeah. It's, mother well, is mold. It's like a yeasty thing, isn't it? It's a mother. Do you guys know the mother. proper amount of music to be therapeutic for you? Uh, All in a of week? it? Yeah. In a week. Now, there's a scientific equation for this. I'm trying to find it because I've been wanting to tell you guys this for so long. It's basically 78 minutes of music is is the therapeutic amount of music for you. Mm. No, that's week. not enough. I don't in a week? Yeah. Yeah, that's the basic, but you can do more, and it breaks it out into different kinds of music too. I'm going to find it here in a second. I'm going to blow your mind because 78 like minutes. That's basically you... two meatloafs and a and a uh, Peter Frampton. <laughs> here we go. Uh, listening to music for 78. Oh shoot! I am so wrong. Listen to this. This just in. 78 minutes of music a day, babies. There you go. That makes more sense. Yeah. That's way better. It helps maintain good mental health if you listen to 78 minutes of music a day. Can you get is away with that? Is this that you need at least 78 minutes, but you can go over? Or is over it that the to. little sweet spot? Oh, that's like one of those old school uh, burnable DVDs or CDs that you used to be able to do a nice mix on with like 18 songs. Music is tied to emotion, and researchers say they were able to quantify it. 90% of participants expressed relaxation as an emotional benefit of listening to music. It depends on the music. Others were happiness. They overcame sadness. They yeah. gained concentration. And they eliminated anger by listening mm-hmm. to 78 minutes of music. <laughs> sure. Okay, real talk. The other day I needed to concentrate on something, and I definitely turned on my Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Get out of here. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> yes, because it was good background. Just like it's it's got a good beat and it's pretty even toned. And it like I totally was able to focus in on my work. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. See, so what's your go to uh, Taylor Swift song? Uh, I don't have a song necessarily. I went back to. Um, I love it all. I do. Uh, I listened to her Lover uh, CD, which was fantastic. Her new one's a little bit mopey for my taste, but 1989 was also a big favorite of mine. Yeah. Hmm. That's that's great, Maddie. Come on, man. <laughs> Look, not all of us grew up, <laughs> grew up rocking so hard. <laughs> you know, I go to all different kinds of music. I love old bluegrass, you know, cowboy music. I love classical I always go to the Who and the Rolling Stones and the Beatles and but I I love all kinds of stuff. They broke it out um by different kinds of music too. Your your recommended daily allowance is 78 minutes. 
but here's some guidelines. The choice of music is up to you, the user. If um, you do 14 minutes of uplifting music, your choice to feel happy. 16 minutes of calming music, your choice to feel relaxed. 16 minutes of music, any any kind, to overcome sadness. Okay. 15 minutes of motivating music. In your case, I guess that's Taylor Swift. <laughs> to aid in concentration. <laughs> yeah. 17 minutes of your choice to help manage anger. And you add all that up and you got your 78 minutes for the day. Hmm. That's a neat playlist. <laughs> yeah, because I think I do have... You know, it's funny because as you're going by those different types, different bands or artists fit those molds like um recently i've been listening to uh this group green sky bluegrass and they're Mm -hmm. really good for like just bluegrass fun whatever music um then i'll listen to run the jewels as like a rap group that i'll listen to to like get things done or or or, you know for a minute i was back on rage against the machine again but yeah i have different artists that i'll listen to that i'll do that um I can't. You were talking about putting on music so that you could concentrate. I can't do that because then I want to listen to the music. Me too. I see. That not doesn't me. work for me. Yeah. Lots of people do that, but I cannot concentrate on something and have music going on in my head because I want to listen to the music. Or uh, uh-huh. I'm I'm so concentrating so hard that the music just goes flying by and I don't even know that I'm like, wait a minute, I missed that song. I'm like you. I can't do both. At the same. I have to do one or the other because I either concentrate so hard on intricacies in the music or the music doesn't count. You know, I lost it. Right. Same thing. Did you guys hear that Eskimo pies are no longer Eskimo pies? Really? Now, quick note. What is an Eskimo pie again? Uh, It's ice cream. Well, is it's that... like the chocolate covered ice cream. It has a yeah. hard outer shell. Okay. Are you kidding me? You ain't never had an es- first. You've not had a pickled egg when you had the opportunity, right? And, and now you're telling me you haven't had an Eskimo pie. I don't think so. I don't even like ice now, cream, and I've had them. Uh, maybe you haven't had the official brand name Eskimo pie, but you've had it's the ice cream on a stick with chocolate on the outside. Surely you've had that. I mean, yeah. I've had a Klondike bar, and I didn't have to do nothing for it. Well, That's not on a stick. <laughs> you cheated, man. Pop <laughs> pop. Yeah, Eskimo pie is, uh, it is, it's like, you know, a dipped cone, basically, on a stick, you know, mm-hmm. in, in fudgical form. You got me now? Yeah, you said a lot right there, but sure, I got <laughs> you. I Go mean, I, okay, I've had variations of that then, yes. So, it's, is it not um, culturally, is it inappropriate these days? Eskimo pies no longer have their derogatory name. They're now called Edie's Pies. Edie? Who's Edie? Yeah, what's up with her? Or him? I don't want to assume anything. Don't assume anything. <laughs> don't don't assign that. No, sorry. It's Edie. not your place. Um, you know the Edie's. They got that Edie's ice cream stuff. The Edie's uh, has other the things. The company. Mm-hmm. No wait. I, I think I was getting confused. Which is the baked Alaska? That's the pie thing, right? You can't buy that in the store. On a stick? Are you mad? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I thought they were the same thing because they had uh, Eskimo slash Alaskan implications. After more than 100 years, Eskimo Pie has changed their name to Edie's Pie because Mm. it was deemed a derogatory product name. You know, Uncle Ben's is now Ben's Classic. Um, The the Cream of Wheat guy went away. The Land of Lakes Indian went away. Who did what? Oh, yeah, 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 she did. And I showed you guys how to tear that box to show her boobs. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Not anymore. 
Yeah, that's a classic. That's still in one of my wallets, one of I my know. worn out wallets. <laughs> that was really neat. That's a really neat trick. <laughs> well, I look, I think you can't you can't focus on one and not acknowledge others. And so, you know, I understand that people are like, oh, what's next? But I mean, there's somebody out there that was every time you said you want an Eskimo pie, I was like, really? Yeah. You know, it's just. Well, that's just, where I wonder if, you know, it, who's making the noise about this? Is it, were the people of the Eskimo culture actually upset and they said you should change this? Or is that just pandering to be like, oh, we're so woke, we're going to get rid of this. You know, you understand what I mean? Sure. I, Do you I think Edie's was just trying to get some heat, you know, and say, now people are talking about when's the last When's the last time anyone talked about that chocolate-covered ice cream on a stick? But it's exactly. not for us to decide that. I understand what you're saying, and that's a valid point, but it's not for us to decide that. Who, no, who it is, is for the Eskimo culture to decide it, but and, if they didn't say anything, if they don't care, then why and, are we changing it? And not to be awful, but real talk, if it's not... I mean, you're not supposed to say Eskimo. I'm not sure. I I don't know if like that, was that the is that the word is that the trigger word or is it just associating it just because it's I, I, you know that's what I'm, I'm I guess I wasn't it's used as a as as mascot. Kind I of think thing. it's actually Inuit. You know, I don't, I'm not sure if if Eskimo is is the proper word anymore. Look, but that's, indigenous cold people. <laughs> wow. But, I, you know, I get it. I 100% get it at the same time, you know. It, look, to me, is no, no to eat off me because either way, I didn't know what it was. I was still thinking about that baked Alaska. You know, and it's, it is it is down to, it's not for us to decide no. whether it's offensive or not because, you know, it's, it's not our thing. But then I talked to, like, my friend Chief Blackfeather from the Okanichi tribe the uh-huh. other day, and he was talking about one of his vehicles. And he said the engine light came on and he took it to the shop and he said that the guy asked him, how's your engine? And he said, well, the one in the driver's seat is good, but the one under the hood seems to have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he can make that joke. He can. Because he is an actual Indian. And and again, and that's well, well played by him. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and he's not offended by anything, but that's him. And it's not yeah. for us to decide, you know, is that okay? You know, exactly. am I offended that he said that? Nah, he can't offend me. But gee whiz, it's such a tightrope anymore, man. Bruh, I, it's still crazy to me that there's a football season being played with the Washington football team. Exactly. But, I mean, if that if that much progress has been made, I mean, shoot, why not? Let's just go ahead and rename some stuff. Who cares? No doubt. Are you impressed by this? Joey Chestnut's latest is that he ate a 12-pound walking taco in 38 minutes, which seems like a long time. Was he walking while he did it? I think he sat down with it. So, Wait, well, that's not right. But isn't a walking taco just a bag of Doritos with some chili in it? It is two Our pounds of meat? chips, three pounds of ground beef, two pounds of cheese, a pound of salsa, six avocados. You got me there. Onions and sour cream. And his signature green hatch and jalapeno sauce it, for a total of 12 pounds. But he took his sweet, sweet time and uh, ate it in 38 minutes. I don't know if I'm impressed by that. I am I feel like I could eat it in 38 minutes. Yeah, right. right. I could I do... W- I wouldn't. I'd be full, but... 
Look, <laughs> if I had to. All right, this is where like you talk about weight, like you know, a pound of feathers versus a pound of weight. I don't know that that was a really a pound of note. ground beef. Sure, but it, a pound is a pound. So, but I'm picturing like three pounds of ground beef doesn't seem too intimidating to me. I picture that at the grocery store. It's but in a th- tube. Three pounds of of chips, like two. Two pounds of chips. Yeah. But still, think about how much two pounds is. Like, that's a lot of chips. But it's 38 yeah. minutes. So? You, you, you it's got not time. how much he ate, it's how slow he ate it. Right. <laughs> we're worried about. Well, chips are sharp. You know, he would have cut his mouth. He had to take his time. This is true. Yeah, There's nothing he, worse than when you get that tortilla chip in your teeth. God, can you imagine him brushing his teeth the next day after eating all those chips? That's not the part oh. we're worried about. The, the sink is all disgusting. He's oh god, he's 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 a mess. His, his floss has got to be industrial grade. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I, that, that's not. He didn't win any races doing that. He just did it. Wait, that wasn't a record. He just did it for because it was a challenge kind of thing. Is it a record? I don't know. No, he was just celebrating Taco Day. Just showing <laughs> off. Wow. Look, there's other ways to celebrate, bro. You just go get a number two from Taco Bell. Everything doesn't have to be about eating gigantic amounts of food, dude. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> Show off. How incredibly hooked on the internet are we? Did you guys hear about this lady who lived in the basement, uh, and she was like a friend of a friend or whatever, and was living in the basement, and they cut her off from Wi-Fi, and she went totally nuts and started screaming at the people who who lived there and said, hey, I live here. I live in the basement. What you're doing is illegal. Why don't you come out here and be a real woman? Come outside and let's talk about it. Give me the Wi-Fi before you get arrested. <gasps> yeah, and then, no, that wasn't the worst of it. Yeah. Then she threatened to kill their dog oh. if they didn't give her the Wi-Fi password. That video is, she has got, you know, She's got crazy eyes, like, <laughs> no, like wide open, not blinking, and she's miming at the dog, like, hey, see me, see you, you're dead. You know, like, oh, yeah. she is just off her rocker. But I get it when you're in the middle of a show and the Wi-Fi goes out. It is tough. <laughs> Makes you want to go crazy. <laughs> I'm not going to threaten your dog, but. Um, My first thought was she can't just go into her settings and switch over to data for a little while what in the world what kind of what's going on with her or get her own thing get yeah. your own internet uh, well, I, right. like that that whole yeah and that's where i didn't read into the story because i just watched some of the video yeah yep she's nuts and then moved on but you know so are these like her roommates or were these people that she was stealing wi-fi from to begin with kind of a roommate situation Okay, well, I mean, if they're all paying for it, then she should get the Wi-Fi, but maybe she wasn't paying, and so... It didn't look like she... It was like she was at somebody's house. Yeah, she was living downstairs, and it says that they were trying to evict her. They, it, the family has tried to evict the woman several times, but the latest Oxy attempt and. was stalled. Oh. They, they, they couldn't kick her out because of the pandemic. Well, now they can for... Th- oh, no, but that was the thing, too. I liked it. If you do watch... I did watch a little bit more than I let on. So she did She did also say that it's not against the law for her to threaten her their dog. So, ha, 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 in your face. But I, I do think it is. I think it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can do that. There um, are things that they can... There are things she can be charged with and hopefully get her kicked out of their house and put into a new house at jail. Yeah, maybe there. Well, Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi there. in there. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Sorry, you don't even get luck. A, you don't even get a data plan unless you smuggle something. 
<laughs> she won't get Wi-Fi, but she might get to hear Baby Shark over and over and over for a couple of hours. Oh, True. she's lucky. Fingers crossed. What did those guys, those prison guards get charged with who um, played Baby Shark to those prisoners over and over? Um, they... That doesn't Feels seem like, like some kind of torture. Uh, misdemeanor cruelty charges. Was I mean, it because of Baby Shark, though? But it, well... <laughs> It's it's more than that. You can't. I mean, you there, you can't take somebody and and use your uh, position of authority to then tor. I mean, it's a form of torture. It's a well. It's not just because they were playing the song over and over again. It's because it was at the top volume and for they, hours and hours yeah. on end. And yeah, they they were forcing them to stand and listen to you know as a form of punishment or whatever. And you can't. You can't do. It's like you know when they it, when the military used to play Metallica, right? For, but they blasted it for hours and hours. Or Nickelback, which I mean, that is. Or Michael Bolton. Mean. They used to do it with Michael Bolton and Celine Dion too. They would play yeah. it out in the. Oh, didn't they use giant speakers out in the desert? Didn't they use the boy bands for a minute? Didn't In Sync and Backstreet made it into that mix too? But good God, man! You think about parents out there who have had to endure. Baby Shark for way more than two hours. When I was in Gatlinburg, uh, my wife's th- two, three-year-old uh, nephew was there, and his mom. You know, we went to the aquarium, and she's like, we're, "Guess what? We're gonna go see Baby." And I was like, and it was like <laughs> reflex. I was like, "Ah!" ah! <laughs> no, <laughs> I fell into the ground in the fetal position, but um, he loved it, and it's cute when he sings it. It's way cute when the little kid actually sings it, but man, those cartoon sharks can go away. Oh, I mean, you were you were into that. That was your song. I, that was your jam for a while. I think it's cute. I think that when people do the little videos of it, I think they're adorable. I don't have a small child, so I can turn it off anytime I <laughs> yeah. like. There it so. is. See, yeah, that's the thing, man. It's like it's not just the one time hearing it and walking away. It's like do it again, again, yeah. again. Yeah, like let it go. Oh. Let it go was like that, and See, the wheels I on the dang now. bus. Wheels on the bus, man. They never got that thing fixed, and I don't care about those wipers. And and that's the thing that. And after a while, you start improvising and finding new things on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you one. Yeah. I tell you one to check out that is. I'll never get sick of it. I got a 15 minute version of it. Is the Cuppy Cake song? <gasps> yeah, again, no, that I, was pretty cute. Although I don't need 15 minutes of yeah, it. Yeah, I don't no. think he, there's a lot of things I don't need 15 minutes of. Oh, the Cuppy Cake song is great. Can we play that, or is that that also illegal just because it's a song? I mean, there's there's a certain amount of public domain music that I want to start playing on the podcast <laughs> just because we can. Yeah, like coming around the mountain. <laughs> happy, we can do happy birthday, can't we? That one got cleared, didn't it? Uh, that's still iffy. I don't know. Maybe, but that's still a maybe. But there's, I looked up public domain music at one time, and maybe we should start doing that because, you know, it seems like we're music people. We should be able to. It's funny because it's never as cool as you think it is. It's I think, what is it? It generally goes all the way back to the early 1900s, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and it's it's songs that are really old timey country. Twangy songs that nobody really wants oh. to hear. Walk right in. There's one. That's Have a, it. Alexander's Walk right ra- in. Have it. A- that one. Alexander's Ragtime Band is one. Oh, what about the Hokey Pokey? Uh, the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Great. Um, I'm just trying to pick out ones that I know you'll you'll know. Georgia on my mind. 
See, look, oh, there's wow. there's tons of of awesome public domain jams but, that we could be rocking out to right that's here. That's what our radio station is for, though. This is our chance to actually say the things we don't get to say on the radio. All right. You talk me into it. <laughs> we can do a feature on, you know, maybe on Bet You Won't Play It Friday, we can start filtering in all the best free domain music. <laughs> Speaking of which. Forget Rocktober. If you ever want anything on Bet You Won't Play It Friday, or if you have any comments that you would love to leave us, call the Simon line anytime you want to, day or night, 336-373-0987. You can reach us there. You can stop by the website. Please click a, a subscribe on this thing and leave us a review or something like that. I think we're just about out of time. Any final thoughts from you, Charlie? Uh, baby shark, do 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 baby shark, do 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 baby shark, do 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 baby shark. Yeah, now do the rest Daddy of the verse. Yeah, there shark. you go. Well, it's mommy. Mommy's next. Mommy shark. Do 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 do. Mommy shark. Do 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 do. Shark. I can't wait till all those sharks. You know what? I don't advocate the hunting of sharks, but those sharks have a short timeline. Remind me to tell next time. Remind me to tell you about my lack of adult band aids. Oh shoot! We never talked about your band aids, and you wanted to talk about your band aids. Well, only because I still have my bacon one on my thumb right now. But we can talk about that another time that's that's my thing there you go save it we'll call that an old-fashioned tease next time this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.